Hey, welcome to the Geek 2 Podcast, starring me, Chad the Geek Economist, my special guest tonight, Dash with Ash in Canada. What's going on, man? Not uh, not too much, just uh, hanging out with you, you know? Not yep. too much today. <laughs> Did you really need the in Canada and your screen name? Yes. <laughs> what, the is reason there a why dash is with cash? Yes, <laughs> there's a dash with Ash taken. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And this name goes back to the roots with me. So uh-huh. I uh, kind of modified it to be with in Canada. Is the other person a DoorDasher or is like a uh, channel belt? They're not running? anything uh, regards just to that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you have anybody in the chat, say hi. So anyway, yeah, I spent the last few days watching most of your videos. I mean, I've seen a lot of them before, though. So I was watching them like from the beginning and their first few episodes were like kind of sad because it was like in January, it was dark, it was cold and you were hardly making any money. And I'm like, man, I feel bad for this girl. She's out there in the cold (laughs) making any money. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, very true. I mean, uh, sometimes it's still like that till today that I hardly make any money. But uh, yeah, that was when I truly started doing gig work to even begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what? What made you want to start? Well, actually, did you start doing gig work and YouTube at the same time? Or did you do, how, how long were you doing gig work before you started doing YouTube? I started doing gig work about one month prior to starting this channel. Oh, okay. But I'm not new to YouTube. I've done YouTube before, but this channel was just on a whim. And I started gig work in December. I was doing it a lot more than I'm doing right now. Then I got sick, got better, and started the channel. And that was pretty much it i stick to it what was the inspiration for doing the channel were you watching other gig tubers uh partially so um when i started doing gig work because i've been a previous youtuber before i just thought to myself like i stopped my old channel due to burnout and i wasn't doing anything for four months and then i'm doing gig work and i'm like to myself well you know what i could actually record this i know exactly how to do this stuff but i've never done vlogs before Never. Hmm. So then I started doing it and I always keep, even though I hate my very first video there, I hate my (laughs) very first gig video, um, but it taught me how to improve and everything else. And then I've just stuck to the vlogs ever since. So I like it. Yeah. One thing I like about your channel, especially, I guess it's like, it must be the camera you're using. Like even right now, it looks like you're like in a movie or something. Like you (laughs) got that, that Canon, I forget the model number. Yeah. M50. Yeah. But this one's not yeah. even sold anymore in the market. It's pretty old. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because and you have an external mic, like you run uh, what they call it, a lapel mic or whatever. Yeah, when I do my videos, I run the mic through the Canon M50, and let's say when mm. I synchronize audios with dash cam and the Canon, I will just strip the audio from one to the other. And then, like right now, I don't have a lapel mic, but I have a Blue Yeti microphone, and it's standing right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. So, but this thing is like $200 compared to my lapel. It's like 40 bucks. Uh-huh. Makes a huge difference. Yeah. I actually have a, I forget the name of the brand, but it's like a professional microphone and it even has like the, this logo on it, like as a flag, like, you know, like with the, uh, you see somebody on news and like, it says news channel six or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, it, yeah. It's the same thing. I got that. Um, I forget the name of the website, but they, they'll make one for you for like 40 bucks. And it it's not, I was kind of depressed or not. I was just kind of disappointed when it arrived because I thought it was going to be my logo, like actually screen printed onto the plastic. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> but I just took this and put it on a sticker and then put the sticker on the plastic. So, um. 
unless I hold it like right up to the camera, you probably wouldn't be you able to notice. See it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's in the closet now because uh, ever since we started doing these live streams, I got this uh, headset and mic uh, because sometimes you get like feedback because like the mic is picking up the external speaker, and then but if I just do the headset. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Always so. wear a headset when you do live streams. Always. Yeah. Do you ever play like uh, online gaming or anything? No. No. <laughs> when I used to, I used to be like The Sims. Honestly, that's the only thing I ever used to play. Uh, mm. Other than that, I grew up with two brothers, so I used to always play like Grand Theft Auto and such, but not like computer <laughs> gaming. No, no. I'm not a computer gamer. Are you a millennial or a Zoomer? Oh, oh, which one do you think I am? I already know the answer. <laughs> Obviously, I should. <laughs> well, I forget what the line is. I mean, like the Zoomer was born in 21st century. Millennials stop at 1994. Is it? And I'm a 92. Oh, okay. Hey, Eric. Yeah, Eric's here every every show I do. I'm going to do a live stream at like <laughs> 3 in the morning. See if this guy wakes up. Like he gets like if his no if notification on his phone, Chad is live streaming and he'll like he'll wake up, be like, sorry, honey, I gotta go watch this live stream. <laughs> you got a dedicated one there. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, John McKillian used to be the gig two groupie, but now he's a uh, he's on like Rideshare Rodeo and uh Gig yeah. Two Pod or uh, not Gig Tube, uh the Geek Economy podcast. I think I like just yeah. described to him this week. I think that was him. Yeah, he does live streams all the time, but I yeah, mean, in the not evenings. Yeah, and he's in California, so his you know ten o'clock is like what one in the morning here or something. Yeah, it was one o'clock in the morning. That's right. He was asking for people to jump onto the live stream the other night, and that was the first time I ever caught him. And yeah, it was like I was like one a.m. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you know, but I'm actually from upstate New York. I'm from uh, Schenectady, which is right next to Albany, Did and then you that. take. You take 87, it goes straight from New York City to Montreal. I know that Montreal and New York are connected. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I'm i right there with you as far as, like, weather and, like, the time of year. Like, when, you know, it's actually, it's probably a little worse where you are. I'm sure, like, in oh, yeah. around Christmas, the sun sets at, like, what, 3 in the afternoon or something? Like, 3.30, 4 o'clock. Yeah. It's, like, uh, yeah. it's blackout. Yeah. Yeah, it's I remember. Sad. I remember as a kid coming home from school, and like it was the sun was already <laughs> setting, and I remember just like uh, I'd be so tired, like I'd start watching TV, and like, but I wouldn't turn any of the lights on. Yeah. And it would be like, actually, it's lighter out now than it was then. But I remember, I just remember like falling asleep on the floor <laughs> and like watching like Batman cartoons on, and it's like pitch black. And my parents come home from work, and like I wake up, and I think it's like the next day. You ever do that where you take a nap, and then you wake up, the and you're like, second. Yeah, you're like, yeah. it says, the clock says 6, and you're like, a.m.? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, we're fortunate, though, in the summer, because in the summertime, it's like the sun don't set to, like, 9.30, sometimes even 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then we get, um, oh, what do you call that terminology when uh, your summer's pushed really into the fall? I don't remember the name of it. I know there's Anyways. seasonal affective disorder. Is that what you're thinking? No, no, it's like uh, when you... when. Basically, until oh. late September, we're still hitting 30 degrees here. Uh, Celsius. <laughs> yeah, I don't I do not do Fahrenheit. I don't know the conversion. I know pounds and kilos but and kilometers and miles, but when it comes to Celsius and Fahrenheit, I'm like, no. 
No. Yeah, you know what's funny is you like people think like America, like we're still using all the old imperial units. Yeah. Um, but like England does it is even worse because they're using both imperial and metric. So like some things are in old school imperial units and some things are in metric. Like, you know, like they go by metric for uh weather, yeah. but like you know, for like miles, they use miles for driving, you know, and miles per hour, but then they drive on the other side of the road. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So like, if you think America's weird, in England has it even worse. Oh, I'm so. just so used to it now. I'm just super yeah. used to it. And most of my audience is still American. So I convert my <laughs> videos because otherwise, and some people comment like, why don't you just do miles? Because it's not like that here. Here it's yeah. kilometers. Like if you look on my app, it's kilometers. I can't change that. But yeah, you get used to it after a while. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they weigh, but they go by their weight in in stone. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I don't know the conversion of stone. At least I know kilos. At least I know it's 2.2 kilos is one pound. Is it? Okay. Yeah, and I know 1.6 yeah. miles is one kilometer. All right. Good conversion yeah. there. Yeah, because I was watching some of your videos, and I'm like, I would think like, I, if I were you, I would probably do like a dollar per kilometer. That seems fair. As long it, as it's like. It's so costly though right now. <laughs> It's, uh, I feel like I'm settling I mean, if I do that. Oh, uh, like, yeah. How much is gas there? Today, two thirteen a liter. So it's still over $8 a gallon. And to fill up my gas tank, you're looking at $90 to fill up my Nissan. Wait, so, how, many, how many liters are in a gallon? I have no idea. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, wait. Sorry. Hey, Siri. Four, four, four. How many liters in a gallon? 3.68. Oh, seven nine. There you go. Yeah. Okay. At first, I was like, "Wait, wait, no, wait." I do know this. <laughs> All right. So let's let's do the math here. Three point seven nine. You said it was two twenty one. Yeah. A liter. It, yeah. The highest was two twenty three. Right now we're two thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So, 8 .3, so. Yeah, you're definitely over eight bucks. Damn. I don't want to settle. I for thought $1 Canada. Per kilometer. I thought Canada mined their own oil. Like you got that huge. Yukon territory yeah, up but there. I'm also, You're saying the I'm, ice road truckers? <laughs> yes, but I'm in the one province where we don't go by any rules. I'm in Quebec. <laughs> so it's like, even though, yes, the for the oil and gas, it's more uh, towards Alberta and such. It's just we're one of the highest provinces there is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's about four. Yeah, it's about. I saw it at 460 at some places. So it's not too bad. I mean, yeah. Do they have a? Uh, you could probably use Gas Buddy and get upside up there, or something like that. You got to get a, find a discount gas card of some sort. Yeah, my discount is called doing this part time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. I, I, I work from home, so I don't have to worry about it. You're one of the few gig tubers that I can think of that does this as a. It's funny because like these jobs were meant to be. I mean, they're all called side hustles, but mm -hmm. people who do are who are like hardcore gig tubers you know do it full time we yeah we tend to do it full time because then you're getting like the full experience you know because we got nothing else to do except work and make videos <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard because with my job i know the difference in the salary so i make more with my current job i have benefits <laughs> i have pension it's like how can i give that up but i love doing gig work i actually love doing it and i love being able to document it but 
too much of a risk for me to just turn around and say, okay, let me just do gig work full time. Even as a full time YouTuber and gig work right now, I post two videos a week. It's not going too shabby. So, I mean, I can't complain. Have I considered it? Yes, I have definitely considered it because I've been doing customer service for 11 years. Yeah. It's tired of talking. <laughs> so you're, you get, so you just sit up on your computer and just, it's probably like this where you're like taking calls or. Uh, yeah, I actually, my personal computer, my laptop is right here in front of me. And then this is my headset, as you actually saw <laughs> in that video that you watched tonight. Oh yeah this, yeah. this was from it. So, and like I have the keypad for the phone and everything here. It's a dual screen. I have the keyboard. Um, my company pays for my internet for me just to work dedicated at home. But I've been an at-home agent for five years full time. So I was already working at home five days a week, way before any pandemic stuff happened. Oh, I used to, I did that for about a year because before gig work, I was in IT for like 10 years and I, mm -hmm. I still get recruiters calling me and emailing me every day, like trying to hook me up with jobs. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. I mean, and a lot of times they're like way off. Like they'll offer me like, hey, there we have an opening currently in tampa or jacksonville and i'm like that's a two hour it's two hours away dude you know um hard. yeah um but I, yeah i did work from home back when i lived in upstate new york i did it, like i said i did it for about a year i did feel i did feel kind of cooped up though because like i hardly ever left the house except you know like on the weekends or whatever do you ever do you ever get like stir crazy or cabin fever since uh, the pandemic, yes, because we're not allowed to go into the office. Um, but prior to that, I would go in once a month, sometimes twice a month. And I wasn't on call. I would be teaching. So when I'm teaching, I'm at my best. And then when I'm on call, I'm like, my answer has always been, if I can do this from home, I'm doing it from home. Because I'm the introvert that wants to be an extrovert. So mm. that's kind of like my nature. So I'm super social, but it's like... Uh, I'm not going to be the one to host a party or whatnot, you know, stuff like this, but I get along with people very well. So I don't know. I've been stir crazy since I have no choice to stay at home, mm -hmm. but now it makes no difference because my entire management has been moved out West to Calgary and I'm in Montreal. So there's nobody to go back and see. So mm -hmm. I'm going to stay a little stir crazy. Uh, were you, did you grow up in Montreal? Born and raised. Yes. Okay. Cause I've met a few other people that were, native montrealians or whatever <laughs> and like french is their first language and they have like a french accent which is still you know it's kind of mind-boggling you know because i know like I, all i can think of is like you know fifth grade history you know about how <laughs> like the french the british and the americans and the you know the indigenous people are all here and then the American Revolution. Did you know that uh, I've heard like Quebec was offered to be one of the 13, well, it would have been the 14th colony, but they said yeah, no. Quebec one has tried to separate many times, but I'm mm -hmm. glad it hasn't. Um, there's about 35% of us that are born and raised Anglophone. My grandmother from my dad's side is actually from England and moved down here. And the rest of the family are all born and raised Quebecois, but we're Anglophones. So I'm uh, the uncommon denominator. When I speak French, uh -huh. people think I'm a francophone because uh -huh. you say the same things repetitively, but I am definitely not a francophone. I would not even classify myself as bilingual. And Really? Uh, yeah, definitely not because <laughs> my work is completely English. I'm very fortunate that my work is completely English. Otherwise, I'd be screwed down here in Quebec. 
Um, but they're trying to pass laws to enforce it. So if that happens, I might have to reconsider my options. But I would imagine when you're in school growing up, like they make you take French French courses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so like exactly. I, most, I think most Canadians, even if they live all the way in Vancouver, like they're still taking French. Oh yeah, most of and my they, friends. Are... They probably know at least you know, uh, converse conversationally yeah. or whatever. Or my uh, partner is French first, uh, raising mm -hmm. our son to be bilingual. My best friend is French first, so it, it's fairly common. But it's like super fluent nowadays to have an Anglophone next to you in Montreal versus like mm -hmm. 15 years ago. It's like. Uh, you don't speak French? What? And it's like, now it's like, okay, all right, yeah, it's it's Montreal. But there's a difference between Montreal and Quebec. So with Montreal, we're, we accept everybody, super multicultural, love everybody, and Quebec is like, no, 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 you're French, you're in Quebec, like, you have to speak French. So it's a division, it's definitely a division, but it's my home and I love it. I'm probably never going to leave it. Yeah, I never knew that it's not pronounced Quebec. It's pronounced Quebec until I was in the Navy because you learned the phonetic alphabet. It's like NATO. So Q is Quebec. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it depends. People that don't speak French normally call it Quebec. Yeah. That's Q-U-E. But I'm so used to calling it Quebec. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, it's just defaulted. I don't even pick up when people say it differently because I... I don't know. It's like so many words that I hear. It's like, it's not poutine. It's not poutine. It's poutine. <laughs> like, which I always hear people call it poutine. They're like, oh yeah, I want to go to Montreal and grab some poutine. I'm like, okay, but ask for poutine. <laughs> you know, it's really, yeah, it's just how it is. That, that, that was a question. I have a, a list on my phone here of questions I was going to ask you. So it's like, let's say you have to, either call or text your customer yeah. yeah um do you which which language do you default to i or do bilingual like, messages you send them both like hey your orders like it's already yeah. 10 minutes late so you would send yeah both? so let's say i'm at the at the restaurant i'll like write in french i'll start off say désolé le restaurant est pas vraiment rapide and then i'll put a hyphen sorry the restaurant's not very fast and then I'll also say, désolé, mon français n'est pas vraiment bon. I'll put a hyphen. Sorry, my French isn't very good. And then I'll send it off. And whatever reply I get is what I get. Some mm -hmm. of them, most of them, I would say, like, let's say out of 10, I would say eight out of 10 will reply to me in English. And then the rest will only reply in French. So I get very lucky with that. <laughs> hey, it's Kevin. <laughs> I said it wrong. Putsin. I know he's talking about Putsin. Uh, or, or Quebec. One of those. Oh, one of the two. Yeah, that's probably. True. You ever been to uh, New Orleans? No, I uh, I got a passport, but I got the passport right right before the pandemic happened, and so I have not traveled much. I've been to Vermont, Plattsburgh, Sidhu. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say, and I believe parts of New New Orleans, like they still have like a pretty hardcore French culture there. Poutine got him <laughs> yeah kevin's an amazing person i'm very yeah. uh, and i crisscross him between my brother because my brother's name is kevin so i mentioned kevin in this video just today and i was referring to my brother and then i was like oh yeah Ke kevin trimble is gonna say it uh let's see here yeah, that's 
right, so like I said, I was watching some of your old videos from like January. Yeah. And uh, when do people take down Christmas decorations up there? Um, they call it like that little Christmas is like after January 7th. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I know a lot of uh, people, they do the uh, Epiphany, which I think is January 6th or 7th. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's mostly a Catholic thing, though. Well, I'm Protestant, so I wouldn't follow into the category, but I've taken mine down sometimes on Christmas Day when I've been so fed up. And then it's like last year I kept it up. I think it was like to this this past year until like the 6th or 7th. But that's because my kid is three years old, so he's like Christmas crazy, so can't take yeah. it down prior. <laughs> You, I, you'd be amazed here in Florida where it doesn't get cold or snow. Yeah. People love start celebrating Christmas the day after Halloween now. Oh yeah. My sister-in-law is like that. Yes. And I'm like, nope, nope. I don't want to hear Christmas music till December. Yeah. It should be the day after Thanksgiving. Although I think, don't you guys have Thanksgiving in the summer? No, ours is in October while in the U.S. Okay. it's in November. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys have a holiday once every month and we don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's the difference yeah, Although christmas we... should start the day after thanksgiving black friday or december 1st yeah it's too bad it doesn't <laughs> not not november 1st that's it just gets you too psyched up isn't like you're having a two-month-long christmas period mm -hmm. and maybe it's just in florida because we don't have snow here but i mean i'm okay with still... christmas lights outdoors in november because it gets super dark here so it brightens up the sky, but inside my house, you will not see a Christmas tree until December. Eric said, I hate Christmas in July. Yeah. You know, I just I had a, uh, I had a Christmas beer that I reviewed on my other channel like a week ago. It was called uh, Spruce Willis. Oh. It was an IPA oh, with like a spruce, a spruce tree. To, yeah. It was oh. it was actually pretty good. It was it was like a, a pun on like Die Hard, you know, like instead of Bruce <laughs> yeah. Willis. Bruce of course, Willis, yeah. of course. Well, because people pretty, say Die Hard's not good. a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's yeah, not. It takes place on Christmas. That's yeah. the thing. It takes place on Christmas, but it's not Christmas themed. But it doesn't make it that it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, to me, Home Alone is the, you know, number one Christmas movie. I'm a Christmas with the Cranks kind of girl. I've never seen but that I one. love Home Alone. I love Home Alone. I do. But I'm a Christmas <laughs> the Crank because it's my favorite. That one's with uh Tim Allen. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, movie. so he's done a, a few of them. Because he know. also did uh Santa Claus or whatever. Yes, all the Santa Clauses. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Man, it's the middle of the summer. How do we end up talking about freaking Christmas? <laughs> well, you know, we asked almost... about my Christmas trees in January. Yeah. You asked. You know, we're we're just about halfway there, because yeah. uh, June twenty fifth would be exactly halfway. Today's mm -hmm. the twenty first. So countdown um, to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it feels like it just happened. I mean, time goes by so much faster the older you get. Yes, sadly. And uh, yeah. Um, so, like, are are Canadians like a tipping culture? Or because I know I thought too. like I thought like tipping was like mostly an American thing, but you know it's like the way that the gig apps work and like you know restaurants work is you get like a really minimal base pay, but like so most of your that's earnings right. come from tips. But you know outside of like America, most countries like that's a foreign concept to them. Like you know servers just get paid an hourly wage. Yeah, not you know. Here. But here so it's like ten bucks an hour you make in your if you're in a restaurant and then you get mm -hmm. plus tips. 
And because depending on, you know, I find tips generally speaking here, if you go to a restaurant is normally 15%. You mm-hmm. will hear many people here in Quebec say that when you go to a restaurant, you tip 15%. Unlike, unlike my brother, for example, he will go to a restaurant and he'll be like, I'm only going to get five bucks, even if it's like a $150 meal. But most of the time I find people do tip 15%. And I find it's a complete denominator when it comes to uh, gig drivers because they either feel that, oh, well, I'll throw you a couple of bucks or just, well, I don't really care too much towards tipping. But I I mean, my most recent video, my customer tipped mm-hmm. me 14, 13 something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, damn, a percentage tip for once. <laughs> so I was <laughs> happy with that. But yeah, it, it's a flip and flop. But I think in the restaurants, they pretty much follow more the 15% tip. I know I do. If I go to a restaurant, yeah, it's 15% minimum. What would you say? Whoops, let me get back. Uh, what would you say? The wh- What percentage of customers it is across all the apps like tip or at least like tip pretty well? Because like here, tippers and especially good tippers are definitely in the minimum. It's like people in my my hypothesis is this that people are getting clobbered on like, you know, marked up prices, delivery fees, service yeah. fees, taxes. So it's like they're already paying like double depending on how much they ordered. You know, they're paying like so much money for all these fees and taxes. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not going to throw an extra three bucks or five bucks for the driver. And then their food sits and gets cold. You know? um, yeah. uh, it's so, hard. To, if you see my videos, I, then you know that I cherry pick my orders. Yeah. And I, mean, I have you to should. because the percentage of non tippers, if I'm just basing it just on like, Orders just flooding, 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 flooding in. I would probably say it's sad to say, but 60% of Quebecers or more probably do not tip on gig apps. That's Mm -hmm. the sad reality of it. So you have no choice but to cherry pick here. And then, of course, the ones that I take, I will only take a non-tip if it's an exception of this is bringing me back on a dead market from a dead market and I need to pick something up. But yeah, it's a sad reality that's like at least 65% of Quebecers are not tipping gig workers. That's pretty good because I'm at, this is my DoorDash, 24% acceptance rate. So it's higher than mine. That's like three out of, that's uh, three out of four aren't worth taking. 7% the last time I checked and I checked on Father's Day. So really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Door, I, I gotta love hate for DoorDash, Door Trash, (laughs) but they are. They are good when there's a bad storm or something. They do show appreciation to the drivers that go out because they'll offer me like seven or eight dollar peak pay on top of every wow. order. Yeah. So I've made Not my here. most my highest rates has ever come from DoorDash, which was like thirty eight, thirty nine dollars per hour. And it was during the winter. So but on a regular basis, I never even open up DoorDash. Never. And if I do, I'm 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 declining. Yes, I agree with Kevin. That's funny. My my Uber Eats acceptance rate is also twenty four percent. I don't have you don't have the acceptance rate here on the Canadian app. Well, I think it's because you're only an Uber Eats driver. Because I'm a Uber. Uh, technically, I'm a rideshare driver first. Yeah, my friend does I, both. I have we don't to. Have uh, I have to change the app to just deliveries. Yeah, he's uh my friend does both. He does Uber X as a driver and he does Uber Eats and we just don't have it here on the Canadian app. I don't know why they don't put it. Also, well, his it, app is bilingual too. His is both French it, and English. 
If you were a rideshare driver, you probably would have both. They Uber just started introducing zones around here. Mm. So it's like you can pick your own zone. So it's like I can just unselect. Why would I want to go like 80 miles away? What the hell? So it's like I would just want to stay in this zone if I was doing Uber Eats. Yeah, we have zones here already. And that's what bases our peak pains. So where I'm located, there's always mm. some version of a peak pay, but normally they're crappy. In the city of the Montreal, it's the hot zones. Always great peak pays. Is, is the area you live in, is it like like a downtown area or more like suburbs? Suburban. Or? I'm okay. suburban area. Yeah. yeah. How's but the traffic? I, great on the suburbs. Crappy in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, one of my, um, I think his name's Mateo. He just commented actually before I went on live stream. He was asking me, he was like, don't you think it'd be better in the greater Montreal area during the dinner time? I want to say yes, but if you're not crossing that bridge at three o'clock in the afternoon, you're not getting across to get to the greater area of Montreal because the traffic is just horrendous. And so I choose not to do deliveries in the dinner time over on that side and i save it for lunchtime just simply because i won't be able to get there and back like the traffic starts at like 3 30 all the way to like 8 30 at night i'm not yeah. gonna put myself through that it's just horrible do they have metro rail there yeah they have metro and they're in the but development of a train <laughs> yeah but i it, when you're living in the suburbs and you're going to the city the city nobody has a car but in the suburbs we all do because you can't get around here without a car it's just bus or car that's it. Or is Uber. it is is the downtown like compacted enough where um like you could do a uh, food delivery like on a scooter or a bike or something? Yes. Yeah, I would probably say probably there's more gig workers that are on scooters than mm-hmm. in a car in Montreal cuz it's just horrendous. You Being ever thought about doing a video time. like that? Well, uh, not on a scooter, but I've done deliveries in the city. I've done videos of it. I have about 3 videos in the city. And it's just horrible. It's construction. I drive a big car. It's not easy to park. People were asking me to make a video about driving in the city of Montreal and parking tips. It's like, honestly, pray you don't get a ticket from a cop. It's my honest answer because they're all over the place in Montreal. So, yeah, I, I've done three videos of it, but it gives me very high anxiety going to the city of Montreal because it's oh, well, I don't need uh, a ticket for this crap. <laughs> you got to get, get an e-scooter and get like. You have a you you have a GoPro, right? Yeah, and I'm not comfortable you, with the GoPro on a regular basis being strapped to me. You, it's always strapped the, to my chest. I was gonna say they have one with a hat. You can put it on a hat. Yeah, I they do have it, which is great to go around the city. But then I'm taking it off and everything else. And then how am I gonna do my my primary footage, my my A roll footage? I'm like, I I'm not comfortable with a selfie stick in my arm, shoving a camera in yeah. front of my face. It's it's fortunate. I'm fortunate enough that I'm very comfortable with it on the dashboard of my car. But I don't know. I don't think I could do that. And I would never try to attempt it. I have another brother. He does not drive, but he has a bike. And he would love to do deliveries by bike. So he's actually signed up for the application. I don't know if he's going to go through with like the background check and such. But if so, he would love to take my GoPro and go around in the mix. So if so, I'd probably let him do that and grab the footage. <laughs> Be like, all yeah. right. Do you ever watch uh, Megan Rissman or Reisman or whatever? Mm. She's in Vegas. I've watched her. A few she times. has a GoPro on a hat, and yeah, there's so many times where people are asking her in the videos, like why she's filming, and she's like, "Oh, I'm doing undercover boss or something." That's what she says. 
Yeah. No, I've always, I've been, the first time I revealed that I had a GoPro on my chest, I'm wearing a winter jacket and I just had it open. The very first time I did that, the restaurant's like, <laughs> I was like, huh? Oh. Like that, that that's cute. And I'm like, what's cute? They're like, oh, my camera. Yeah. They're like, why do you have that? I'm like, security? Like, <laughs> I don't know the direct answer because like back then I had maybe 300 subscribers, 400 subscribers. It's not easy to say the word that, oh, I'm a YouTuber. You know, it's like, yeah, you're just not comfortable with saying it at first. And I'm still not even to this day. Your fur <laughs> babies are asking for it. No, it's just Leo. He's the uh, the diva. He's a cutie. He's he wants a cutie. to be on camera. I don't blame him. He's cute. Logan doesn't care. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I haven't gotten a, through the comfort of a GoPro being like, he hears, exposed. Well, see, he hears me talking, so he thinks somebody's here, and he wants to see who's here. He's a smart kitty. Leo. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he sounds a lot got, like my gizmo. I say he's like the old man. He like does this grumble thing where he's like, Mah, oh, there he ah, is. Ah. Look at him. He's the man of the hour. How old is he? A uh, little over two years old. Oh, he's a little guy. My cat's like I think, eight. I think today, I would have to look. I forget the exact. I got him, I think two years ago today. It was either uh -huh. the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, something like that of, of June. He's a lover. Mm. And he's, cool. uh, he's bored already. <laughs> he's very cute but yeah, yeah he, wants to, he wants to eat but that's not for another 90 minutes the other one that uses um an insta 360 is a uh, mushy moo uh -huh. and i think he also has it underneath a hat too at the same time yeah he's not too far from me because i know he's out in uh like clearwater or uh st pete uh, so is gig mom and sarah elizabeth is over there yeah i saw sarah yeah you watch any other uh gig tubers I do and I don't. So my mm -hmm. thing is I don't like to compare. I, mm -hmm. The first GigTuber I ever watched, there's two of them that I ever first started watching that inspired me to go with it. Right along with Brie mm -hmm. and Jacob Warren. Jacob Warren, he is, is his facts and what he talks about. I liked what he was saying. And right along with Brie reminds me of myself working customer service. Mm -hmm polite energetic sweet and let's face it easy on the eyes so <laughs> i mean it's always fun to watch brie everybody watches brie i think like she's doing phenomenal um ones that i currently do watch gig lebowski as you probably know from my video uh, me and zach drives fast are very good friends but there's a few that i just started rideshare rodeo um michael that you mentioned earlier I think it wasn't Michael. I don't know. But I, oh, Mushi Moo. Yes, yeah. I do watch him. But the th thing is, is that I find myself watching less and less mm -hmm. because I have such a busy life. And I'm not saying nobody else does. It's just I found myself super devoted into things like YouTube, my job, and everything else, being a mom. So I find it hard. But definitely right along with Brie and I've given her credit before and Jacob Warren, two people that inspired me to do this for sure. Like, yeah. What city is a uh, Brie in? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> so I know. I, I like Jacob too. I watch him. He's in uh, Phoenix. He's and, upgraded uh, his content, which is really cool. Yeah. If you watch some of his old videos, it was, they're actually, they were pretty boring, but like the last few months he's been, yeah, he's been killing it as far as the views and all that. And the, I think the best ones are when he, he's with his wife and they're doing like, uh, oh, the mother in law, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. great. Oh, he's like, my what? like, he gives his phone to his wife and she she has to like pick all the orders or whatever. So, 
I'm like, I, this, this is like a reality show that I can watch, you know? Yeah. Um, there you go. Uh, Beaverton, Be Beaverton, Oregon. Oregon. But I, yeah, that's why I got there. When I saw Jacob and I saw how good he was doing, I just told myself, okay, well, that's easy enough because I have experience when it comes to YouTube. But my experience mm -hmm. with YouTube is what you're seeing now. Sit down mm -hmm. videos like this instead of me going off and doing vlogs. Hey, Ellen, how's it going? <laughs> so this vlog sense that I'm doing is all brand new. But I was like, you know what? Jacob is doing good. And I think he got monetized within seven months or so. And I was like, well, I know what I do have editing wise and such. I think I can do something. And my signature is the cell phone. There mm -hmm. are people that do put the cell phone into their videos, but they put in a clip and then they take it away. I keep it throughout my entire video. So I love that I can take the footage, match it with my audio and continue with it. And I have the cell phone in the mix to make it look just like when I'm doing a gig job. That's been my signature. I get a lot of compliments on it and I love doing it. But now it's like I've taken on a buckload because I have the cell phone, I have this camera, I have the GoPro yeah. and the dash dash camera. So much to edit. <laughs> like, what did I do to myself? Kind of thing. That's why. That's why um, I don't really like to do ride along videos anymore. Like I think we were talking about that before we started shooting them. Yeah, just yeah. like it's too much of a pain for me. I just I don't enjoy editing I, I think i used to at one point but like now it's like just a pain that's that's why i transitioned this channel to live podcasts i'm like i don't have to edit anything we can just live stream it and then the you don't have to upload anything and although i mean when you do it live like you know anything can happen and anything will happen well, for me, yeah. it's the opposite. I appreciate that, Ellen. On my last channel, I would do nothing but weekly live streams. And I was the host for them. And I would do sit down videos. And I could not relate to my content. So I suffered from burnout. But I started doing backup YouTube again, uh, June 2020 on previous channel. And it helped me with my anxiety. I suffer from anxiety. And if my anxiety gets very bad, it manifests into physical symptoms. And then I have ADHD. So I cannot just sit around and watch TV. I can't just give Gizmo, my cat, just petting attention. I have to physically be doing something. So when I'm editing, the best part for me is just I'm in such a zone and I love when I can put the pieces together on something because I don't have any like school teaching books or anything on editing. It's all myself. I look back at my video from today. I'm not happy with the editing because I found some of my clips were just too cropped too fast, like too fast going through them. But it's like I I can learn from that and bring that forward on another video. You know, if it if it wasn't for YouTube and editing videos, I wouldn't be able to put something together and call it my own. It just makes it feel like my own versus live streams. Uh, I don't know if you have it, but I have astigmatism. Mm -hmm. So if I'm too much in these lights, I have two softbox lights right here. So if I'm too much in the lights and I'm staring at the camera for too long, you should see me by the time I'm going to be done the stream. I'm going to be like, like a bunch of swear words because my <laughs> eyes are going to want to just close and they won't. I cannot sleep after a live stream for probably about three hours and that's because these really? eyes they twitch oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i actually have uh my eye doctor said i have symptoms of like glaucoma or whatever and they so i have to take these drops at bedtime to like lower the pressure in my eyes yeah. and they sent me some eye drops like for 
everyday use, but instead of like, you know, like a little bottle, they sent them in single serve little plastic droppers. And it's like this huge waste of material and space. Cause it's like each, like you twist the cap off and you put a couple of drops in each eye and you throw it away. And they sent like this huge box of them and I'm almost done with them. And they should just so, do one uh, bottle and say, drop three, drop three, put it yeah. away. Or yeah. yeah, I mean, just, it, just send me like a regular, yeah, like Visine or whatever. Just use as needed. Um, <laughs> it's probably because Visine won't help with that. Well, I mean, like, like, like a bottle like that. Like, it's yeah. not actually. I mean, it's not Visine. Yeah, the single it's, bottle. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yet, you still do live streams. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I was about to ask because uh, are you self-taught when it comes to learn? You know, photography, videography, editing, yes. all that stuff. Yes. What do you um, What do you use for editing software? Uh, I use, so it, the story is back when I was 17, I used to make YouTube videos completely copyrighted, but I would take music and I would take my favorite TV shows and merge it together. <laughs> and that was how I started making videos. And back then I started using, um, uh, movie studio, Vegas movie studio pro or oh, Vegas movie studio. Use. And yeah. that's what I use now. I use platinum 16. My brother bought that. My brother and I have a nine-year age gap. So when I was 17, he was, I don't know, nine years, um, <laughs> 26. And so he ended up buying that for me for my birthday. And I just started editing videos, completely self-taught. So it's went from that channel to this one. But on that channel, and I don't talk about it too, too much, but that channel, I have one video that I get over 4.6 or 4.2 million views. But it's, really? all cop it's all copyright. It makes no difference. If it's, you take your favorite TV show, put music towards it with, uh, I don't know, their favorite characters, anybody's going to look that up and want to watch that stuff. What's the, is the channel still around or did you? Yeah, it's to... still around. But the problem with the copyright is because of the copyright, they're releasing my video internationally, but they don't want to release it well amongst Canada or the US. But it's kind of where this name came from because I my username used to be Dash of Ash. When I was yeah. 17, I randomly came up with it. Oh. And the it got before DoorDash. Yeah. Yes, when I was seventeen, so it got banned. I lost all my videos, and I started back with Dash of Ash back. And <laughs> you look up that channel, and you'll see two videos that I still kept on it. That one called Bloomington, and uh, another one for a music video. And I don't know. I was just seventeen. I was helping the <laughs> LGBT community get their favorite TV shows and. <laughs> I don't even barely know how I even started it on that channel. Barely Is the video know. with 46 million views still up? Yeah, 4.2, 4.6, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, uh -huh. I gotta, yeah. I gotta check that out. Yeah, I can probably uh, find it and share here. it. I can probably find it and share it. But yeah. So you work for um, Grub? No, well, not Grubhub. Um, well, I guess Skip the Dishes would kind of be the. Is the version of Grubhub? Yeah. Is it owned by Just Eat Takeaway? Oh, I don't know. Are they their own company? I have yeah, no idea. Grubhub is owned by Just Eat Takeaway, which is a Dutch I know they were company. bought or something recently. Yeah. yeah. Grub I mean Grubhub's going downhill around here. It's I don't know going to be around. Uh, not that Uber Eats and DoorDash are doing that great either. But, My favorite um, is Skip the Dishes. Currently. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a terrible name for food delivery because okay, I hear but it's I hear dishes and I think dishes. Yeah, I mean, so you can <laughs> skip the dishes. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's like you gotta have food in the name, like Uber Eats. Well, DoorDash, 
is well, more dash, than just. I'm dashing to your door. Yeah, Grubhub, obviously, right in the name there. There's a there's a couple other like small apps like Bite Squad. Like that's Skip a great the name. Dishes. Skip yeah. washing your dishes. Order <laughs> out. Skip the dishes. I've I never heard anybody right here, say. Whenever I hear dishes, I just think of like dishes in the sink, you know. And it's like that doesn't. I want to, you know, but it's. I want pizza or burgers <laughs> or burritos or whatever. Kevin says skip the dishes is under jet. Yeah, that's uh, just eat takeaway. All right, so skip the dishes is the Canadian Grubhub then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, hopefully they're doing better than Grubhub because Grubhub's about to... Uh... <laughs> I'm not sure stock-wise. <laughs> B. Candy Olsen says, I wonder what you think of Jordan Peterson from Alberta. Mm -hmm. I have no idea who that is. Oh, uh, he's a big like motivational speaker and all that, and you know he's been in the news a lot for like not kowtowing to political correctness and all that stuff. Yeah. If you watch, uh, he's been on Joe Rogan a bunch of times. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Check um, him out. I only know Joe Rogan from back in Fear Factor days. So beyond uh, that, I don't watch him. His his podcast is really good. I mean, he has like scientists on there. He has other comedians yeah, he, on there. He he's has doing like very well. All the other MMF, MMA, MMA fighters, fighters on there, yeah. yeah. Which I don't really watch MMA, so um, I don't watch much anymore. And if I do, it's <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. Honestly, that's my guilty pleasure. People, I people kept telling me about that show, but like they would, I was reading it, so I kept thinking it was 90 Day f Finance. <laughs> <laughs> if I was obsessed with a financial show, I might have to reestate myself a little bit. Because that would be too much to be addicted to. But yeah, 90 Day Fiance is something I really like. Anyway, um, let's get back to actual gig work. So you have <laughs> a like a set schedule, like set days, set times you do? Uh, I'm trying to push myself more for the evenings. But beyond that, right now, my set schedule is every Monday I go in and do deliveries. I would love to be able to start it at like 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. But I'm not even up enough to do so. <laughs> there you go <laughs> and so i get my kid to my to his daycare and i typically will try to get out for about 11 and mm -hmm. then it's to about three on the mondays and then in the evenings if i do gig work since after nine o'clock because sadly i have a toddler that doesn't go to bed till nine o'clock mm -hmm. and uh, his routine's always with me i have to put him to sleep otherwise he's not happy so uh that's when i tend to do it but it all depends on my work schedule with my work schedule, I can get what's called furlough, which is where you can leave work early unpaid. And if so, I'll go do gig work. That's how I've gotten more videos on my channel when it's quiet hours or when I take a vacation day. Sometimes I will take a vacation day. I get one month out of the year vacation and I get personal days off paid too. So sometimes I'll just utilize it and I'm the oddball that will go out and do deliveries because it gets me out of the house you ask me you know about working from home all the time well this gets me out of the house a little bit more so do you on on your weekends like you're not doing gig work at all you're not doing anything or saturday and sunday are devoted towards being with you know my son and such so the only time i do is if he goes down for a nap mm -hmm. so because he's not home alone he has his other parent there home so alone because <laughs> that would be well he's blonde hair blue eyes so just yeah. like him so yeah um so then i'll go but honestly it's not as beneficial because it's like a one to three o'clock shift on a saturday or sunday and mm -hmm. i don't find the hours are good here on the weekends mm, well usually weekends are good for instacart 
Yeah. But, well, they used to be. Not that's so much horrendous. Anymore, yeah. That's the idea of Instacart on the weekend makes the hair on my skin crawl. <laughs> I used to be able to make 200 bucks like every Sunday because it was so busy. And you would get like, you know, big, high paying, high tipping orders. Instacart is like, they're trying to go uh, public and they've been slashing wages for the last year, year, actually, ever since COVID started. Yeah. Um, they're no better yeah. here. COVID was, or uh, not COVID, Instacart was awesome before COVID. And then once COVID hit and they like hired so many people, um, yeah, now it's Instacart's really trash. I mean, if you're lucky, you can still find some good orders on there. Like, uh, there's also Corner Shop, which is Uber's yes. equivalent of. Uh, I'm on a wait they... list. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how it's going to be up there, but I mean, here it's great. Like, the payouts are great. They always have the multiplier. Do they um, do what they do here now, which is when if a customer refunds an item, they remove the percentage, the base? Uh, from the base pay or from the tip? Uh, tip is Instacart. Base pay is now Corner Shop here in Quebec. They started that. They might have, but I, I, it's really rare that I have to uh, like refund or replace anything. So many people I'm do not pay attention having... to their phone. Oh, yeah, it's so annoying. I always yeah. have to refund something and on Instacart, but I would prefer Corner Shop because I've seen the incentives here in Montreal since my friend does it. I'm like, damn, the multipliers. It's like... I, I thought about just signing up for it in the city, but the requirements here is you have to be bilingual. I don't care. I have to be bilingual for Instacart and I'm not, and I still do it. So it's fine. They're all the same. I'm sure you could pass, like if they have a, if they make you take a test or something. They tried to make my friend Guillaume take a test and they could never fit the schedule. So he says, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And they just said, no worries. You're good. Go ahead. Anyways. <laughs> it's like, okay. If you don't really care that much, but yeah, I think I could still get by. I'm not worried about it. By the way, do you know you're my second Canadian gig tuber that I and also this I, I also I interviewed Precious Lesko um last year, I think like October, November. She's in Toronto. I don't and, know. Who uh, that is. Yeah, well, she doesn't make videos anymore. If she's on Instagram a lot, and uh, she she used to make a lot of videos about Instacart and um uh I think it was mostly Instacart. Uh yeah, you've had a lot of interviews here. Yeah, I think this is probably 50 or 60. Yeah. Gig Girl said, I don't do Instacart waste of time. Yeah. yeah it can, it used to be good, but it, it, a lot of it's just luck now. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I will do Instacart if the, if the money is right. But Oh, I agree. I agree. And Instacart used to be like how DoorDash and Uber Eats are, where it would assign the order to you and you could accept or decline it. Mm. But now that they just throw everything into a queue. And then once they did that, all these hackers with bots just took over and like they scoop, they scoop the, um, and high paying batch out of the, the server before it even comes into the queue. Really? Yeah. I never heard like, of that. I don't know if you know, but I, sorry, I keep plugging this all the time, but so this is the all of 2020. I took this cybersecurity um, oh. program through UCF. Um, so I'm a, certified ethical hacker and then down here is like my other it certifications from my it days so you know i know a thing or two about computers um but were they just it, doing that in the u.s the the bots mm. the hackers mm. yeah i well you know what they're from most of the people that pr programmed them are from brazil 
Okay. And they come up here and they sell the bots to mostly other, you know, uh, Latin and South American immigrants. So I don't know if you can get one if you're hey, a regular Robin. American. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it's quite as bad as it used to be. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's shameful. Yeah, it, it really sucks. I've also been doing a lot of Amazon Flex lately. I want Amazon Flex here. Do I think I'd be pretty. In... No, they don't have it in Montreal. No. Uh, but I think yeah, I'd be I... pretty good at it because I'm five foot eight. I can lift. I'm good. You know, like, and I got a Nissan Rogue. I'm fine. Yeah, I actually, I Amazon Flex has become my favorite app in the last year or so. I mean, it's it's probably like the least stressful app. I think so. Because yeah. Like you're you're committing to like a two to four hour, maybe even five hour shift, mm -hmm. and you don't really have to like. So I mean, it's just like you're loading all the packages in your car, and then there's definitely a finesse to it of, because you have to know which order to, to arrange them so you know which one's up next because you want to like you want to get it done yeah, as fast as possible. Yeah. yeah, but it's also I mean it's just low stress because it's not like. It's not like somebody's hungry and they're watching their phone because they want their pizza right now, you know? God. Um, you know, that's another question I had on here. So it's like, how often do you deal with like angry customers or? Very um, seldom. Okay. And do you have like, but do you consider, I mean, you work in customer service as your day job. So you must have good customer service skills. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like if I'm waiting at a restaurant and I'm there for more than four minutes, I'll text them proactively and um i'm uh <laughs> i'm uh i'm pleased i'm thank you i'm uh absolutely smiley face emojis whatever it takes mm -hmm. um my brother and i were having this conversation the other day because he won't do that he's new to gig work he's only been doing it for about a month now but uh he won't do that he won't proc because he's a he doesn't speak any french so mm -hmm. he he he's afraid they're going to answer him in french and for me, I put my customer service forward. And for the amount of times that it says leave at the door and they come out to you, I have small talk with all these people. And I speak, um, I'll speak in French. And I always find them like, they'll speak French and then go to English anyways. Um, but yeah, I, hey, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I always find myself that I, I definitely 120% use my customer service to get me by when it comes to doing gig work. And I have not had, one poor rating yet i will be mindful and say since i do this part-time it's not like i have a thousand orders i've completed uh amongst all of them uber eats dash doordash skip the dishes all them my total is probably around 250 for all of them together deliveries not a lot uh, okay yeah um if you ever come to florida like if you ever go to disney world you have to check out Publix, which is like the big supermarket chain around here. Cause like that whole, like their whole claim to fame is like being like the customer service capital of the world or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I'm used to customer so, service. Oh, yeah. I saw it. You just did a video a week or two ago about you got a new dash cam. How's that yeah. working out for you? You like it? I love it. I love the quality of it. It's an early birthday gift because my birthday is next month. So uh, my partner got me it as an early birthday gift in advance. Uh, it's a little pricey for a camera. It's like, a, no, that one was a cheaper one too. I got a 239 off Amazon on special. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. I intentionally on this recent video 
talked about the fact that I went out on Father's Day to do some gig work and showed the nighttime footage so that people could see how it would be at night. But it's great. The difference is the suction cup mount is horrible. It belongs in the <laughs> trash. But I seem to get it to last every single time I do a video now. Um, it renders good. It goes on to my editing software easy. It's just a standard micro SD card. Put it onto you know my laptop. Um, so I really like it. I love that when I get out the car, or even if I just like click the remote of the car, it power starts itself and starts recording. So I'm not missing too much, but I actually really, really enjoy it. I uh, it, it, it bridges the gap because previously I was always using my cell phone to record the road. And it's a pain. It's truly yeah. a pain. And when an Uber Eats order comes in, it overrides everything. And then it's like, oh, crap, I just accepted an order I didn't want. So, yeah, I'm very happy with the dash cam, but it's it's a lot to edit now. It's becoming yeah. a lot to edit. It's a, is it Van True? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you that's a good one. one. Mine is a Blackview. Okay. It's a I used to, it's my second one. I had one a few years ago when I was doing uh rideshare driving cuz the internal camera had a night vision on it. So no yeah. matter how dark it was, you could still see inside but, the But the you're car. white. You're super like white white white. Yeah, you're well, you're like pink. Yeah. And even during the day everything's like pink, but oh. I don't do uh, I almost never do Uber like rideshare driving anymore. And then I certainly don't drive. Well, I certainly don't do it at night anymore. So yeah, yeah. Um, I switched to a different camera a couple of years ago and it's just regular 1080p, you know, so you get like the real color scheme, but, uh, and I always take it out when I park at my apartment. Oh yeah. Here. Mine's here with me right now. Cause yeah. it's just going to bake in the sun. <laughs> no, I detach it, but it has a, uh, because we get warm weather, very hot weather here in the summer too. Mm -hmm. So it has a, it's called a motion and collision and that is made for hot temperatures. So you enable it. And I don't know, I guess it prevents the camera from trying to combust or something, but mm -hmm. it's a, uh, it's great. It's just a suction cup. It's like, ugh. Pain in my, you know what? Like seriously, I'm so done with that. You have to but, get some super glue or something. Um, I just constantly like really hardcore clean the window. I blast the AC onto the windshield and then I stick it and it stays. That's pretty good. Oh, I love a GoPro. Yeah, uh, Gear Girl has said, GoPro ten. GoPro ten. Good audio compared to mine. Mine's a GoPro nine. Did you come, so it's like a it's like the Galaxy phones. They just come out with a new one every year and just. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh let's see here do you uh do anything to get the food smell out of your car or you just roll the windows down just roll the windows down because <laughs> I, I guess since i don't do it full-time it doesn't stay full-time <laughs> yeah you don't have like the the trees or the air freshener on the vent or whatever no i have a toddler that makes a mess in my car so it wouldn't make <laughs> a difference how often do you wash your car <laughs> not enough <laughs> anymore um i don't know Once you should a month see now. oh really because uh even i mean even if i lived up north i would probably still go to the car wash at least once a week especially i mean in the winter with the snow and the salt on the road you know oh yeah um, there's a there's a place around the corner from where i live and i pay 30 bucks a month for like the top tier car wash package 30 bucks which, a month that's only a dollar a day I wash but it costs car. it costs twenty dollars for just one wash so for an extra ten dollars, you could have a full monthly. Car washes are expensive there. I can get a decent, like, full wax car job for like sixteen ninety nine here. <laughs> yeah, let's. Well, I mean, so I got the monthly membership. I can go every day if I want to. Yeah, and like, you should see my car because my car it, it's 
what five and a half six years old now but it looks it still looks brand new no I, have... yeah, I don't care about it too much mine <laughs> <laughs> the inside's nice and clean though the inside of my car is nice and clean do you have a favorite restaurants you like to pick up from Okay, people don't hate on me, but I do. I will go to McDonald's. Why? Because I've seen you see if you watch my videos, you'll see the offers sometimes I get from McDonald's. It's not like I'll take the crappy ones, but when I get the good ones, I will. Um, my favorite ones are the ones with alcohol orders. So alcohol orders are typically uh, fancy restaurants from um, we call it La Cage Sport or La Cage Bar. So um, it's one that's uh, it's a bar plus restaurant style. So it's more expensive. Uh, Baton Rouge, which is a sit-down fancy meal. Madison's. So all those fancy places, because the tips are even beneficial. And honestly, I like Pizza Pizza or Pizza Hut or something like that. Because I find with pizza orders down here, they tip pretty good. Really? So, yeah. But people hate on me for McDonald's. And I'm like, okay, but watch the orders that I accept that are. I don't take all McDonald's orders. Are they... Are they usually ready to go or do you oh, yeah. stand around waiting? Because I go to this one, it's always ready to go. I went to one that for $5, oh my gosh, 25 minutes waiting there. And my brother went to the same one. I said, don't go to that one blacklisted. He goes there. He's like, Ash, I waited 30 minutes. I'm like, told you they're crap. So yeah. I only go to one typically that's, speaking. That's probably why most gig workers don't like McDonald's because it's never they go ready. To every single one too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and also, I mean, most of the McDonald's orders and fast food in general that I get are no tip or very, very cheap yes. tip. Or yes. um, it's like just a distance is way too long, you know? You know, so this is... Mine's the shortest because it's all apartments right behind that that yeah. restaurant. Jackpot. Every once in a while, there's a Wendy's down the road that yeah. I will get like seven, eight, nine, dollars $10 offers out of there going like only a mile or two. The yeah. problem is um, they it's not ready when you show up you gotta stand there and wait and i will say like if you have to go to the bathroom like yeah, at least you can you. yeah that's <laughs> another of my standard questions what's the best and worst public restrooms where you are oh the one that i just did like the other day i went to the thai express mm -hmm. and she was finishing because this one was the huge order the one that i got a 13 dollar tip from on my last video uh she was finishing up the order so i said okay i'm gonna go to the washroom i've never seen something so freaking disgusting in my life there's no water in the toilet it's just dirty seed there was like stains on the toilet i'm like i'm uh. gonna do a like a squat and cough kind of moment here like i am squatting i won't touch the seat oh it's disgusting but most of the time i go to the breakfast restaurant where my best friend works and they're always clean but mm -hmm. they close at like 3 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m. So after that, I'm a goner. I can't go to that restaurant. So I went to the Thai Express. I was like, this is the most disgusting place I've ever been to. Oh. Ever. Oh, it was so bad. You know, it's a good safe bet. Uh, the best ones are hotels. But, I mean, you, you might not always have the... If you ever make a delivery to a hotel, it's definitely... Uh, motels, yes. Small yeah. little ones, yeah. But the big ones are in the city. And I don't go to the city often. Hi, Leo. Hey, buddy. He's, pur <laughs> he's purring. He's sweet. Yeah. Well, he's attention. Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Aphid Cards here. Yeah. He's amazing. All the way from Texas. Yeah. I love his videos. I love anything to do with his Instacart videos. He just flows with the camera. He really, really just yeah. flows with the camera. 
I can't swing the camera around. I'd be like, what the hell? And he's just swoosh. He's really good at it. He's really, really good. Him and his wife sometimes do well, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And under, I don't know if you have the opportunity, but um, I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know how it is up there, but I mean, supermarkets, mm. their, their restrooms tend to be pretty good. Yeah, I just avoid going to the public bathroom so I don't have to deal with the burden. Yeah, I mean, if you're only out there for like two, three hours at a time, you should be fine. But, you know, I do this full time. Yeah. And there's so many times you have to come. I I, I always want to do do a ride along. Actually, I did show it once a long time ago uh, when I was doing the Amazon Flex route. So, I mean, here in Florida, they're building houses everywhere. <laughs> so there are porta potties on the side of the road for the construction workers when they're building houses because the plumbing isn't set up yet. Oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> So, I mean, a lot of times I'll be driving around in the middle of nowhere and you'll see a porta potty because there's a house being built. <laughs> so it's like you have to go. I mean, it's a, na- I mean, it's a nasty porta potty, but it's not common you- here in the suburbs. Yeah. No, but unless there's a condo being built, but normally it's for the construction workers, but it's not as common here. What's a, I'm sorry, I'm talking to, what's a, what city in Texas are you in? I never, I never knew. I know you're trying to get him on here for a live yeah. stream too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Get my other questions. Uh, all right. So I have the the three. What are who doing wrong? So what would you say most delivery drivers are doing wrong? I mean, from what I'm seeing here, I mean, are we talking, let's say, on YouTube wise or in general? Because I talk to a lot of them in general in person, and what they're doing wrong is doing one app. Always, they're always doing one app. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? I had uh, Chinese sent to my dad's place from Uber Eats the other night and it took forever, but she got here. And then I asked her, I said, do you just do Uber Eats? She says, yes, because I just do this part-time. So do I. She's like, (laughs) what do you mean? I'm like, I do it part-time, but I do DoorDash, Instacart, Uber Eats, and uh, skip the dishes. She's like, why? I said, because as a part-timer, we sometimes go out at bad hours when there's no offers. And it seems to be every time I'm in a restaurant, I'm talking to another gig worker. They're either just DoorDash or just Uber Eats. has to be the worst mistake that they're going to be making because in those hours where you're going out to do deliveries, especially if it's poor hours, you're going to make like zero money or miss out on opportunities, for example, that Skip the Dishes are offering. Because I find Skip the Dishes offers... uh, Um, more like 10 or plus dollar offers compared to any of the other apps that I have to work with, except for, of course, Instacart. But Mm. yeah, that's definitely what they're doing wrong. One app. Don't do that. Multi-app people, (laughs) multi-app. Yep. I would agree. I I, I find, I'd probably say like lack of customer service skills and like lack of like, Oh yeah. Knowing what the hell they're doing in general. I agree on the customer service have no idea what they're doing. Like I posted a poll today. I said, how good of a worker do you think the average grub dash eats driver is? And well, I mean, there's not enough to get, um, but you know, most people do just enough to not get fired. And I always say the turds are the real MVP because people like us who have actual customer service skills, who actually put in an effort, have you noticed like, um, cause this, this happens to me with my customers a lot, like, especially like on Instacart, because there's a lot more skill to it. Like I have like a yeah. wagon, I have the, the insulated catering bags, you know, I'm always messaging the customers and like when I get to their door, they're always like, wow, you're, you're so much better than the other I've had drivers that before. I had. Yes. Yeah. 
It's like because I'm all I'm actually just putting in an effort, and they're like, lose. "Oh, they just put them all on my on my on my doorstep, like my meat and everything on my doorstep." I'm like, "They didn't mm. offer you the thirty three cent bags, like they didn't do nothing." I'm like, mm. "Oh, you poor soul, you're so right about that." Because, I mean, I understand if you don't have a customer service background, but you can gain one, seize the opportunity. You know, yeah, watch these wrong. videos. Yeah, watch these videos, reach out to people. Every time I talk about the fact that if I'm waiting, I always show my screen sharing that I've texted my customer. Yeah. Always. Well, you know what? It's it's the, 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 the virtue of the fact anyone's watching this or like yeah. not this ex- live stream, but like if they're coming on YouTube at all to get tips and tricks or more information, they're already at an advantage over the people that are putting in the bare minimum effort. Yeah. Like... uh. I don't know if you've seen my friend Steve. He's been on the show a few times. He wrote a, like an actual book for oh, Instacart. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. And I, I thought about writing a book like this too. I could basically just take the scripts from my my videos and just you know uh, transcribe them into a book form. But my 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 intro would be, you know, congratulations. You're already uh, by reading this book. You're already. <laughs> have an unfair advantage over 90% of other shoppers out there. Cause you actually took the time to buy a book and read it. You know, I think it's um, kind of important because if people don't want to use uh utilize YouTube, why not? You know, Brianna said, Open oh, <laughs> we started at eight Eastern. Yeah. So that's okay. <laughs> I'm not sure how much longer we're going to, I try to shoot for like 60 to like 80 minutes or so. Right. Yeah. No worries. 68 or so. I agree Kevin. Communication makes a huge difference with customers. What's our most restaurants doing wrong? Making us wait till we get there to <laughs> fulfill the damn order. It pisses yeah. me off. It's like, are you trying to test me? The ones that do that is the mall complexes. Because first of all, yes, I grudge when there's a mall complex. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to walk and find out where the hell you are. But with the mall complexes, it's like they do not make my order for my customer until I get there. And then yeah. they go in the back and I'm like, geez, how long am I going to wait for this one now? So, yeah, making us wait until we get there. I think Bad it depends rip. on the app because I noticed like Uber Eats will is probably out of the, the big three. They're probably like the most already ready when you show up because they try to the Uber Eats algorithm is pretty good about that uh, timing. It's so that the, the driver shows up when the order is ready. Not according to my Sushi Sharma offer, which was like. <laughs> Oh, it's lucky I made a decent per hour for that almost one hour that I was there. But even the restaurant took so long that two of the drivers ditched it prior to I did. It's like, what is wrong with certain people? Grubhub is probably the worst because I think the driver and the restaurant get the order at the same time. Mm. I got I got hosed on that yesterday or uh, not yesterday, Thursday. So like I was going up to Daytona Beach because I was going to do an Amazon route and I I was hoping to get something that was going north. And sure enough, I came in. I got this uh, Red Robin on Grubhub for, I think it was like $17. And it was going right up I-4. I'm like, well, I'm going that way anyway. Might as well make $17 doing it. Yeah. I get to the restaurant. And it said it was going to be ready at 5.07 or whatever time it was. And I get there. And it's exactly 5.07. I, there's no nobody in the waiting room or whatever. I say, I'm picking up a Grubhub for whoever. And the girl's like, let me go check. And she comes back. She's like, it's going to be about 10 minutes. I'm like, I can't wait 10 minutes. I got to go now. No. The, the, the app said it was going to be ready. I was so mad. I, was, I mean, because that we forecast that for these companies when we yeah. rate them, and many drivers do not rate them. They don't do thumbs up or thumbs down and say that it was fast and efficient or they didn't do my order until I get there. We're to blame. Yeah. 
if we well, don't rate the restaurants, the apps don't know. I don't think that they, but they don't use anything. They don't use that. Like, especially when they say, thanks for the feedback. We'll be using it in the future. If I rate down with some, I don't know, they were too slow. Uh, I don't. And especially on DoorDash, when you decline an offer and they give you like 20 reasons why. (laughs) It's so annoying. They took that away for the longest time and then they put it back. I was like, yes, awesome. One click decline. And then boom, they bring, I'm like, oh, come on, door trash. Why are you going to do that? Yeah, I don't know. Does Skip the Dishes do that too if you decline? Nope. So you nope. can just you say just decline and nothing? Decline in the top left-hand corner, and then on the bottom it just says that you decline the offer, and it's like, okay. Because Grubhub, Grubhub's just like DoorDash where it gives you like 10, 15 reasons, and they're completely oh, different annoyance. reasons. I will say the, the reasons on Grubhub are like way more realistic. Like It'll say, I'm driving a different direction or I'm on another job, and I'm like, wow, that's actually honest with DoorDash. It's like don't have red card. I have an emergency order too small. That's what I put for like pretty much everything. Like, for everything. Yes. Or it's not at my starting point. Yeah. And my favorites is when it's a store order. I don't mm-hmm. do the grocery runs cause I don't tip. So I always turn around and say, I don't want to go to that store point blank period. Yeah. Like I put that too. Yeah. Especially for fast food. It's like, but they'll offer me the same. It, it doesn't have to be the same chain. It, it can be the exact same location within the chain. You know, I don't want to go to the store. And I think there was a time where that would actually do something where you right. wouldn't get offered. But DoorDash clearly doesn't do anything with that. And anymore. Skip the Dishes has blocks. Mm-hmm. So. Aphid yeah. Card said he's got to run. Got a bit Have some a good barbecue. one. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Skip the Dishes, for example, if I'm going for, let's say, I don't know, 6 p.m., they'll give me, let's say, a 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. or 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. and you just choose the block. Unlike DoorDash, it's like, how long do you want to stay until? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what I got. Oh, I got 30 mm-hmm. minutes. What a waste of time. And but and then skip mm-hmm. the dishes. If you're not scheduled, you could still at least just go online yeah. if they need you. Yeah, it's so weird. Like how some apps you have to schedule. Some apps you have a zone and some apps mm-hmm. you don't have anything. Uber Eats, I can turn it on. I could drive the entire state of Florida. Um, DoorDash, there's zones and you have to schedule. And then Grubhub um it does have a zone but it won't let me go actually if i'm in daytona beach which is like 40 miles away and i turn it on i'll still get orders out there mm-hmm. and you don't have to you don't have to schedule but i heard that if you do you get like priority on the offer i'll believe it when i see it gig lebowski yeah i just love and, saying that name well it's because did you see that movie big lebowski no but i keep thinking from the movie monster you should watch Big Lebowski is like one of my all-time favorite movies, probably in the top five. It's I saw that in the theaters in like 1997 or eight, whenever it came out. Oh, yeah. so when I was like five or six. Yeah, it's 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 really <laughs> it's a hilarious movie. It's great. It's a Coen Brothers movie. Las Vegas. I would think Las Vegas would have been offering more more like people hmm. wanting the food, but I guess not. I think it would be a pain trying to. Uh, park there oh yeah so it's a well I, i've never been to vegas so i can't speak to well, it well they but. call montreal the mini new york because it's so crazy busy sometimes here yeah and i mean also a lot of these the old those cities up north they were all designed before the invention of the car so all the roads are like this narrow <laughs> europe europe's like that too <laughs> all these roads that were invented or built when all there was was horse and buggy you know yeah <laughs> uh, that's why oversaturated yeah 
All right. And then uh, what are most customers doing wrong? Not answering their phone when we have to communicate with them. I mean, yep. we get the bad survey because they say we didn't communicate. But then again, they're not the ones checking their phone until we get there at the very end. It's like communication is a two-way streak. And that yep. anybody in customer service knows. And the customers don't answer their phone enough. I mean... I'm also not a big, big fan if, hello, it says your driver's on the way and you're texting six or seven times. I'm driving, <laughs> hands-free, yeah. you know? I can't exactly text back. So it's either some of them, it's like too much communication and the other ones, it's not enough, but I'm going to go with not enough communication because it yeah, affects I, us all. There's there's a meme that's been around for years where it's it's like, okay, DoorDash is on the way. All right, scrape the numbers off the house, turn all the lights off. <laughs> shut phone down uh, <laughs> it feels uh, like that yeah <laughs> i can't tell you how many times like even here in florida like i mean it doesn't get as dark as early as it does up there but still so many times when i've been doing deliveries at like five six o'clock in the winter mm. winter <laughs> and like people don't turn their at least just turn your porch light on so i can see i mean i have to use this uh and this uh the spotlight. I use my phone. I'm like, like point. Oh, you can't see it from the street, though. I mean, like, I can just stick yeah. this out the car window, and then I can see what the uh, the number on the house is from is across that, the street. Is that bad sometimes? Yeah, it, it depends on the neighborhood. Well, that light might not work again. <laughs> it depends on the neighborhood because some people have their houses, their numbers on the house, and then like it depends on if their mailbox is like on the front porch or their mailbox is out at the street. Right. I like when it's on the street because you can just see the numbers in the mailbox. Well, us, we don't have mailboxes like that here. Mm -hmm. So that's why all the house numbers are on the house itself. You have a postal box that we all kind of share a box and you all have your own little small cubicle mm -hmm. in the box and that's it. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Do you keep a stash of napkins, straws, and utensils in your car? No. I used to, but paper yeah, towel, I, yes, but not. That's just because of my kid. And I got I baby keep napkins. Wipes. Yeah, I keep napkins in the car for me. I don't. <laughs> I got baby wipes. <laughs> I think it's the it's the restaurant's job to make sure that's in there. I guarantee you, I'll find an extra straw in the car somewhere, though. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, like the restaurants seal all the bags now. And, yeah, uh, but I'm happy they do that because don't put the blame on me. You see those three stickers on that McDonald's bag? Take it and leave it. That's mm -hmm. it. Uh, let's see here. Um, I guess that's just about it. So anyway, thanks for doing this interview. Yeah, it was uh, fun. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if anybody has any last questions or comments, let me know before we wrap. But uh, yeah. So let people know. Are you, I know you're on Instagram. Are you on TikTok or any other I, socials? I have it, but I don't use it. No, I just use Instagram, which is Dash of Ash with Canada. Dash mm -hmm. with Ash in Canada. I don't even have my own, <laughs> my own thing. And then, of course, my YouTube channel is my primary, which is Dash with Ash in Canada as well. Um, that's where most people can reach me. And uh, Instagram, well, Chad, you know it. I'm always on the uh, replying on messages and such, so that's easy for me. And uh, then yeah, YouTube. You, you have a, a huge followership on Instagram. You have over a 1,000 yes. followers. Yes, that's like you also, are following 700. So you can see also <laughs> that I'm in the keto and the low carb community. Uh -huh. uh, so uh, even currently right now, I'm low carb. 
so I follow keto low carb. So uh, I used to post things all the time. I used to get a lot of love. So I would support some. About 300 of my followers, followers though, are from like my main job currently right now because I work for a very big company. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are from the other stuff from keto and such like that. Thank you, cool. Grandpa. Appreciate that. Like you said, uh, love your backdrop. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it, I was saying that at the beginning work. of the show. Yeah, I'm like, it looks like a, a bar lounge or... I came home uh, at like 10 o'clock at night from visiting my partner's grandmother. And I was just like, you know what? I want to fix up my studio. <laughs> what do you want to do? I'm like, I'm painting the wall. So the paint on the wall is the same pink color. It's actually like a dark blue teal that's in my son's baseboard in his bedroom. I painted it. The lights are from Costco uh, because my setup used to not look like this. This is my Himalaya tree in the background from Ikea that used to be yay big. And now it's seven feet tall. And then I have my sofa here. So Mm -hmm. it took some work. It was on a whim that I really wanted to make something look pretty. And then the pictures in my background right there, that is my nephew, then followed Mm -hmm. by my mother-in-law and my son, my nephew again, and my son again. And that's it. Yeah. It's on like that portrait mode where the background's blurred. Like this one is- That's the lens. That's the the lens. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, uh, you have an Android, um, but on the iPhone, they have the- the new portrait mode now where it'll blur the background. See? Oh, I can blur the, the background on mine too. Yeah. yeah. I was doing, I was at a game with my friend the other day and he had like an old Android and I was ta- like, it's having him take a picture with my phone. And he's like, wow, your phone is so much better than mine. <laughs> yeah. It depends on the lens with this lens. It has the aperture to allow more light in. So the more light that you can get in, the more blurred your background, that's not even the most that it could be. That's what I put it at to give a little sneak peek of what is behind, but not completely. So I keep my son and my nephew more private in the background there, although yeah. they're all over my Instagram. So it makes Did it you ever do a uh, black and white photography? I've played around with it, but I don't really do too much of it. Like, do you ever actually develop pictures with a developer and fixer no. and all that stuff? Oh, no. I did that in high school and college. Cause I used to, one of my early jobs, I was a journalist like way back in the early nineties. Like when I was in high school, I was on the yearbook and the, you make the me feel like a baby. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I used to, uh, go into the dark room. Like we had actual film yeah, and, uh, set the picture. Yeah. That was fun. I mean, I mean, yeah. Photography, especially black and white is like its own art form. Oh yeah, Uh, I agree. I've gotten more involved into wanting to get involved with photography, but Mm -hmm. as you know, there's just so much on my plate. I can't be the Jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm just having so much fun with YouTube and I love editing my videos, even if it's a lot of work some days, like I edited that entire new recent video from last night to today and it's already out for release so i'm pretty quick on the ball regardless if it's a lot but i have a lot a lot of fun with it so yeah eric said excellent live stream i agree all right well that seems like a good place to end check out dash with ash in canada on the internet i put a link in the show notes so one click will take you right to our channel. Oh, but congratulations. You just hit a thousand subs and uh, you monetize the channel, right? Yes, I'm officially monetized. So I'm super yeah. proud. Five and a half months did not see that coming, but I appreciate yeah. all the love from everybody that I've had. Yeah. I was like, welcome to the cool kids club now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gig. That's super sweet. Yeah. Aww. All right. Have a good night, everybody. And I will see you whenever. Probably have a good one. this weekend. All right. Bye. Take care, guys. Bye. Yep. Don't hang up.